This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So they're ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that Will this game go ahead? Let's see. It's the warm up episode 98. It's Brady and Tom previewing the Coventry game, and we're joined by Josh Phillips. Josh, welcome back. It's been a while. How are you doing? Cheers, mate. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Feel a bit like. Uh... Josh Caroma, call back in. <laughs> Desperate times. And I'm here. Nobody really is excited to see me back, but here I am. <laughs> yeah, Proof but Josh, I heard you did some worldy podding on the under 21s podcast the other day. So that's good yeah. to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Now everyone's excited to see me again. So I think you've been very harsh to yourself, Josh. I'd like to think it's like recalling Scott High. We love you. The, those who know, know it's a good thing. So welcome yeah. back. And a lot, of people, is, um... a lot of people don't like Scott High as well. So, <laughs> oh. well. Yeah, but what well, we'll get they on to... talk about High Brady, the, the manager's dream. So Josh is like, the, yeah, the, the editor's dream. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like Double it. Double weed. <laughs> <laughs> um, that voice you hear is Tom, obviously. Tom, the Blackpool game, it was cancelled due to a frozen pitch. Um, any conspiracies you want to peddle about that? Absolutely loads. It's so dodgy, that, isn't it? Like, the only game in the Championship to be off. Um, it's a bit embarrassing from Blackpool, like, how you can be a Championship club and it's getting called off, to be honest. Surely there's procedures to stop that, even if you don't have underground heating or whatever. Like... Um, Point on the beach? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just... It's, so, it's such a conspiracy, but it just screams that, like, Mick McCarthy's only been in there for a day or whatever and it's a massive game and it's like oh, let's see if we can get it called off just make sure you don't put the covers over on night lads and then I'll have some time with team it just, it just that's what I went and recorded that Brady I did some digging um, it sounds like yeah. he's winded he's <laughs> kicking the balls yeah by one of those donkeys on the beach but Oh yeah, I'm just like I I 
I am good because I was I really thought we were gonna beat him, even with McCarthy, I think. With a, but now he's gonna have a bit of time behind him. It's gonna be interesting. It's a Tuesday night, isn't it? Tuesday the seventh. Mm. I'll he's be angry. in Amsterdam with I'm, Joe, actually. I'm still angry about the Coventry postponement, selfishly. That's, yeah. That's, that was gonna be my first game since uh start of October. So I was good. And also Maureen's birthday. What's she gonna what well what's she gonna do now? Well it's finished now, yeah. but what did she do? God knows. She went oh, to the training, training, training didn't she? Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not the same, is it? Uh, I think she enjoyed it. I, I love that video just because I loved when Jonathan Hogg handed her the no. t shirt. Oh, and she's like, Oh, Jonathan. Oh, that's yeah. sensational. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon there loads of bits where she was like shouting abuse at the players and you had to cut it out? <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you reckon um, in fact we were in a pedal conspiracy theories do you reckon Maureen um, said some stuff to Sober and that's why he's gone on loan today potentially wow that was really a bit of a coincidence isn't it (laughs) well done the club well done the club yes yeah Tom let's actually get some sense in there that was a very nice thing the club to do and um, you know we can we can have a moan as we often do on this podcast about results but town do some great community stuff and like we we should rightly shout them out when they do that was it that was a really nice thing for maureen um but speaking of you know weird conspiracies to push um let's start with a, a special section just for this episode it's called the sober thomas slot that's why it's the goat the goat it's the biggest piece of dog shit it's the sober thomas slot just before we get into it uh, I caught up with Elliot Jackson, who's the Blackburn Rovers reporter at Rovers Live, and he's the host of the Championship Chat podcast, uh, to ask him about the move to Sorba, and here's what he had to say. Hi guys, Elliot Jackson here from the Championship Chat podcast. I also cover Blackburn Rovers for Lanks Live, so this is a really interesting deal with Sorba Thomas, set to join Blackburn on a season-long loan for the remainder of the season. It's definitely one that's come out of the blue. Um, I think six months ago, very few of us would have imagined that Sorba Thomas would be loaned out by Huddersfield Town, given how well he played for them in their run to the playoff final last year. It's a really interesting one. I, th- I think from a Blackburn perspective, he comes in relatively low risk. They are paying a loan fee and 100% of his wages, from what I understand. He will give them extra depth. And if they can help him rediscover the form he showed last season then it's a really good signing we know he's got quality from wide areas and maybe a change of scenery will help him rediscover his best form from Huddersfield point of view I suppose they've already signed a few players in wide areas this month there's probably an element of having to balance the books as well and equally if Sober Thomas isn't going to play then getting him back out on loan in the championship is not the worst thing from a point of view of resale value. Now, if the worst was to happen and Huddersfield were to be relegated this season, they would probably look to cash in on someone like Sober Thomas. Having him sat on the bench after a pretty underwhelming season would not help his resale value in the slightest. Now, if he goes and plays well for Blackburn, whether Huddersfield go down or stay up, they'll either get a player back renewed full of confidence who could help the squad next season or potentially cash in with a player that has got a much bigger resale value. So I, I get it from that point of view. It From an optical point of view, it's always strange to see a club fighting relegation loan what is perceived as one of their best players out to a club that's chasing the playoff places. That That is strange. But 
I suppose when you consider the context of where the two clubs are squad-wise, you can see why it maybe makes sense for both clubs if the finances do work. I think that part of the move is definitely down to the fact that we know Sober Thomas has not hit the same heights this season as he did last year. So I think a change of scenery, a different manager, different voice, different teammates could potentially reinvigorate him and get him back to somewhere near his best. I think from a Blackburn point of view, fans are pretty excited. They've had to wait 25 days at the time of recording this voice note for a new sign-in. They've been trying to sign players all month, so I think fans were pretty going to be excited no matter who was coming through the door. This one's been kept pretty well under wraps until it was broken this afternoon. And I think fans are cautiously optimistic about what Thomas can do between now and the end of the season to try and impact things. They definitely needed new bodies. I think he'll get plenty of game time. They have got options out wide, obviously. Ryan Hedges, Tyrese Dolan... Uh, and Ben Brereton Diaz is the big one, of course, from the left-hand side. I don't expect any of those to leave, so we w- I do expect Sober Thomas to be competing with all three of those for, for a place on either flank. But I think he offers probably best delivery of those. I think Hedges is a player who's obviously very cute and clever, more of a number 10 sort playing out wide. Brereton Diaz is your goal scorer. Dolan is someone that's more can stretch the last line of a defence, can play, use his pace to get in behind. So Sober Thomas is probably someone that's got potentially the best end product from a assisting creativity point of view. And he, he will offer something a little bit different, I think, to the other wide options that Blackburn have. So very intrigued to see how this one develops. Obviously, I'll be watching every game that Blackburn play for the remainder of the season. So if you want to find out how Torba's getting on, make sure to go and follow me at underscore Elliot Jackson and make sure you check out the Championship Chat podcast at Champ Chat Pod 24. Okay, so we've heard from Elliot. Um, so, boys, ahead of the pod tonight, I did a little poll on Twitter um, saying Sorba Thomas looks set to join Blackburn on loan for the remainder of the season. What do you make of the move? 40.4% were absolutely gutted. 36.3% were good, said good riddance. And 23% said other, which is kind of like, you know, mm. half and half. Um, I was quite surprised that, uh, you know, 36% said good riddance. But I will get your takes on it. I'll now read some of the responses we got. Um, Tom, what is your reaction to the news? Um, I'm gutted, I think, to be honest. Because for me, it spells out that he's, that's it, really. So that's his town career done, I think. And it's what I'm just getting from that because I just think if he goes on, goes off as a great second half of the season with Blackburn, they'll be keen to keep him. If we don't stay up, then there's no way that he's going to be hanging around here. Um, I just I, I think it's it's a crazy move, but there's there's got to be some deeper there because. I don't know. I mean, conspiracies making assumptions, but just sounds like classic falling out potentially. Because I just, I just don't get it. From a, we need players that do a job in this league now for this second half of the season, and you had someone who was like unmatched with his assists, his delivery last season, and he's still our top for assists this year and still in that is it the top 10 for assists potentially in the championship maybe 
and he's apparently having a bad season. So, yeah, I'm very disappointed with it. And unfortunately, I'd, um, unless there's uh, bridges uh, mended, that that's not even a phrase, is it? I'll claim it though. Um, or there's a change in management or something. I don't think he'd be back at town next season. Mm. And Josh, you said you were 50-50 on the... Uh, before we were recording about it, um, t- tell us what you're thinking. Oh, I just think it's a it's a shame, really, isn't it? You know, last season on fire. Not saying he's not been good this season, but last season he typified a lot of what was good about us. Um, he had a really good rapport with the crowd, and compare that to this season, just uh, sums up where the club's gone really in the last few months. Um, as for whether I'm gutted or good riddance, I'd say neither. Um, I'm not surprised it's happened. I thought it was coming. I can tell by the ways. Um, uh, I might get stick for it, but he, he doesn't look like he's enjoying it. Um, not a conspiracy theory, but yeah, it just doesn't look like he really wants to be here. Um, so on that basis, you know, a club fighting relegation, you don't want to lose one of your better players. So there's obviously, especially on loan to a fellow championship club. So it's obviously not what the club wants. So there must be a reason behind it why he's gone. Um, don't know if it's his town career over. I think there is a world in which, um, you know, uh, we stay up and maybe there's like a change of manager or, you know, take over the club and he can come back. It depends how he does. It depends on a lot of things. I wouldn't say the door's definitely shut on him forever. Uh, it could be, but um, yeah, well, he's not been in the team really, has he? He's not been starting for a few weeks, so the writing's been on the wall, and um, I'm not massively surprised to see it happen. So only a couple of weeks, so that's what I, that's. It just seems very rash for me, and and we mentioned it a few weeks ago when Brining was on bread. It's like this is a player that isn't really like any other player, especially in the town team that's come from such a different route into the league that he's in now. He's he's come from a team that are tiny com- in comparison, like that just don't have the, the same kind of gravitas, the, the training facilities, etc. You know what I mean? They won't have the same regimes in place where he'd been before and it, it'd be quite a culture shock. And then to be thrown in the World Cup as well. I just think it's a, there's a lot more of like, I don't know. I'd 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 feel a bit like I don't know if I went to the World Cup and <laughs> came from you know what I mean the the journey I've been on and then to come back into a a position town we're in. I think mentally, I think it's been hard for him, and I think that's not been helped by the way the section of the fan base have been towards him this season, and it's been really disappointing that for me that it's. Um, He's he's got a few like it's not even you don't it's a few boos now and again but it's just annoying that they're louder than do you know what I mean maybe he's not been great but it's just a shame that we couldn't have drowned him out a bit more and there's people that are feeling not really giving him time I think you forget where he's come from that's what I'm getting out there it's like his his sees his football career will go like that, what it be peaks and troughs. That's what it's gonna be like until he settles in a bit more. He's only bloody twenty-four as well. Sorry, Josh. I think he's 
not helped himself a couple of times. Uh, Reading away springs to mind. Yeah, he was getting abused from a load of idiots down the front, but he went and stood there and like stood in front of the fans and like, what, what are you doing, mate? We've just lost. Get off the pitch. Get back to training. Mm-hmm. I think he, he, he'll learn from it, but I think the fans haven't turned on him for no reason. Not that I agree with it, but there's been a couple of instances where he's sort of um, not, I don't know, he just he doesn't look like he's... Uh, it doesn't look right at times, and I think that's what's yeah. fun. On. I think I to- totally agree with you, Josh, there. I think the problem with, and that this stems back to the where he's been before, at that level of football, Yeah, where he was before. I mean, I go watch quite a lot of it because I live stupidly far away from Huddersfield now, and the only teams around here are National League lower. And they play it literally hear everything and they speak to fans as they're playing because it's like, which is quite good in a way. But I think the problem is he's come to us and only, and not had any abuse basically from his own fans. Mm. Whereas this is his first season where maybe he's got a bit and he's, I don't know if there's training in that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Really, like you said at Reading, he should have just ignored it. But. Mm. And also, I thought, I thought in that instance as well, where's where's your leaders telling like come time to come away? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that spoke a lot, I think, about um, lack of you know not having the same team spirit as we did last season. Well, that was a mm. bad start of the year, though, isn't it? And mm. that you, I mean, screams a lot there, Josh, as well. Actually, doesn't it that just things were in the mud really at the start of the year? Yeah, yeah. I mean. People probably know how, how I feel about it, but the same with, with fan abuse. Like you can have your opinion on it, but I think fans can say awful things. And then as soon as a player kicks off, like people, you know, are like, oh my God, you can't do that because blah, blah, blah. So, like, I, I always think of the example with Rashford. Was it last season where they're just swearing at him, calling him everything? And then he just, like, you know, flips them off. And they're like, oh, I can't believe he's done that. That's shocking. So, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying like two wrongs make a right, but I do think like people, you know, <laughs> if I've been calling someone a wanker or for like, you know, the last 20 minutes and someone reacts back, like you say. Um, uh, but I don't, there's ways of doing it, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I don't agree with giving it straight back to him, like verbally or, you know, making a gesture. If you score and give them the silence, that's fine, fine by me. But mm-hmm. I just think a bit of professionalism is needed. Yeah, mm. I think in terms in terms of the um, the deal though, I mean, you know, at the time of recording, I don't think it's been been confirmed as of yet. But um, but I initially I was really confused that it was a loan. Um, I was I was just like, you know, I kind of agree with you, Josh. He's been left out of the squad a couple of times. You know, always been on the bench and not really playing. So you kind of like, mm. um. But I suppose the only thing I can I can see justification in alone, and Tom touched on it there, was, um, you know, let's be honest, there's a lot of uncertainty at the club right, right now. We might have a new owner come the end of the season, potentially, or in talks for that. Um, and if, you know, again, we're, we're just speculating here. We don't actually know what's going on and we probably never will find out, but it looks like it could have been a fallout with or a disagreement with a manager. Um, and like you say, Part of me wonders if if Fotheringham will even be here next season, not because of 
the job he's doing. I just think there's a lot of uncertainty and it's hard to to say who have, who's going to be here, you know, and what division we're going to be in. So I, I think that's part of it. And we talked a lot about the abuse on, on Sorber and, you know, I know we got into it a little bit there, but I just, I really struggle, um, you know, when we abuse fans, I'm not, I'm not saying you can't abuse, uh, sorry, abuse players. I know I'm not saying you can't, give your opinion on on players that's that's what you go to football for that's part of it but i i saw some comments today and I, I, people would disagree with me and, and entitled to their opinion that's absolutely fine but you know people saying oh if you take away his set pieces for assist he contributes nothing well, again i think that's kind of a silly argument because his set pieces are crucial to a game yeah there's worst kind of argument ever can I just tell a story? We, <laughs> I play potentially one of the worst Sunday league teams ever in the history of Sunday league teams. And we had this bloke turn up on um, Sunday because we hadn't had a game, but we had a training match. And he made like seven terrible fucking tackles. Like, And his thing at the end was like, yeah, but if I made all those challenges, everyone would be like, you're amazing. But yeah, that's not, the, that's just the worst kind of argument ever. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, if Sauber, you know, yeah, if Jordan, if Danny Ward was scoring goals this season, he'd be the same as last. It's just stupid argument because at the end of the day, Sauber does deliver. He does six assists this year. You can't kind of take that away from his what what you're anyway. Sorry, and also, yeah. also, I don't think it's true anyway. I think he offers quite a lot, especially especially last season. Um, not just set pieces. He was. You know, when he was playing down the right, um, I think when he was playing the right wing back position, he he made some really good uh, performances, all round performances, not just not just set pieces. And another point you made, Brady, about um, with it being alone and whether it's um, a fallout with Fotheringham or whoever, that's a key point because if it is just with Fotheringham, then he's probably got a future at the club. If he's fallen out with someone in the hierarchy, um, Basically, it depends the people, the person or people he's fallen out with, are they going to be here next season as well? Or yeah. the club could look very different. So that's why mm. I don't think it's definitely all over for him. No, and I agree. And I think with, you know, the rumours are that it's we're getting a good fee, a good loan fee and the wages mm. are covered. Um, I, I think, you know, for what look, whatever's happened, you know, he's clearly not in the in the plan sense while he's going out on loan. I think it makes sense for a town in some ways. As much as I'd, I'm disappointed he's gone. I think it makes sense to. Well, you might as well loan him out if he does really well for a team. He might not come back. This potentially could still come back. But if he does well at Blackburn, we're going to get more money from him yeah. than if he's sitting, you know, not playing. And then, I think just, yeah, I, I'm I'm disappointed. I think the only thing I would say to kind of, you know, I know I think people who listen to us know how we feel about Silver Thomas. My concern is. We've got a lot of strikers now, and we don't have a lot of people who are like good at crossing. I know we've, you know, he's someone on his day who can put in a quality set piece or a quality cross. And I just, again, we look at players who can go on runs, and to me, he was one of them. Where I know he's out of form at the moment, but you could, you know, I could see Sober Thomas getting four assists in five games or something, and it just seems, it seems silly that. For me, it's it's silly that we couldn't have a player of his quality. You know, when we know his quality and he's on his best, like it seems silly to get rid of that. And I know he's out of form, but you know, you can always you can always come back into form, can't you? <laughs> so, and it also it also depends 
So the wages that we're saving and the fee that we've received, is that going to go towards new players coming in or is that to budget for the ones we've already signed? You know, that's going to be a big, uh, important factor. Because if we end up going down, then the obvious thing fans are going to say is, well, you loaned out your best player in January and you got relegated. It's not a good look, is it? So, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you guys think it's a... Like, I saw someone saying it's a huge risk. Do you guys think it's a big risk, then? Talking yeah, about that. You know what, Josh has just hit the nail on the head. And, I mean, statistically... Well, yeah, but even when you look at the stats, he's he's up there as one of our best players. Do you know what I mean? And we just let him, we're going to just learn him out. At least we're not learning him out to a team in the relegation battle. There, so that's, a, <laughs> that's a good but, that. Yeah. But <laughs> for me, what Josh just said there, it could come back to bite town. Yeah. No wonder you went down. You learned out your, your best player. It's like the Marcus Stewart thing, isn't it? No one you didn't go up, you sold your yeah, best. Exactly. <laughs> That's different to a, to a rival team, wasn't it? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, I saw Freddie getting some backlash for comparing it to Marcus Stewart. I think it's Marcus Stewart territory. It's not. It's not the same. Um, mm. Yeah, just to read out, well, just to read out some of the comments. Um, you know, Lee Morris said made a scapegoat by the same fans that were blowing smoke up his ass last season. The lad never stood a chance when he's got people, you know, criticizing him. Um, Mark Harrison said he wears his heart on his sleeve and he's had a lot of over-the-top criticism from a section of the fan base. Probably makes sense for him to move on. Sad, though, is on form he offers so much. Um, Just on that, sorry uh, to jump in. Yeah. He's not going to go to a club where fans are not going to be like this. You know, town fans are not special. This is football fans. If you can't accept this, we know know the criticism's over-the-top and stuff, but you've got to be big enough and professional enough to ignore it because wherever you go, if you're in bad form or teams in bad form, you're going to get criticism, and some of it's going to be over the top. So it's up to him now. He's, he's got to learn from it. Yeah, well said. Um, Clark Eastwood says clearly things not right this season, and the little things that came off for him last season have stopped working. Uh, not going to be starting for us currently, and Knockout and Hongbo both likely to push him further away short term. Big move for him personally. Can and I ask case, a question on that, yeah. Brad? Sorry, I'm slotting yeah. in again. Is is Anthony Knockout better than Sorba Thomas? I know Anthony Knockout a few years ago was probably better than Sorba Thomas, but right now, is Anthony Knockout any better than Sorba Thomas? Well, he's injured at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but... <laughs> no, he's not, he's not played enough for the last couple of years. Yeah, it's hard to say. We don't know, do we? He's not played for town yet. So, um, so then yeah, that's I don't know. Risk, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, I'll just finish these up because clearly we all have opinions. Uh, Emma McKay says, doesn't seem that interested anyway at town. Um, Captain Thunderbolt, great name that. Seems low in confidence, so a good loan will hopefully give him his mojo back. Needs to improve his overall game. Um, and finally, we've got quite a few. Um, I'll leave with this one from Joanne. I think it will be good for both him and town to have a break and make a decision in the summer about what to do next. He's obviously not happy and needs to get his mojo back. I think that's it, like... Who knows? I personally like I hope it works out well for him at Blackburn because from my selfish town perspective, we either come back and have a player who's found his form and he's reinvigorated, or we sell a player for more money than we would get if we just leave him training and, and you know out of the match day squads. So anything else, Lance? There was a way back to players. You look at Xhaka at Arsenal. He got booed off flicking the V's at the fans now. Look. Yeah. yeah turn around. 
Yeah, I know. exactly. I, I'm with you, Josh, there. I mean, look, he could be the difference for Blackburn as well. I hope he has a really good second half of the season. Because worse comes to worse, if he does, then we'll get a bit of decent money for him, won't we? Yeah, it's in our interest for him to do well either way. Yeah, absolutely. Right then, lads, should we talk about Coventry? Because that's the game we're previewing. Um, I don't know. We could just finish it there and do a Solver Thomas special. <laughs> yeah, we could. We could. But that's not what the people want. I mean, they probably do, to be fair. But, you know, this is the Coventry preview, so we're doing it. Um, the Coventry, they're 15th in the table heading into this one. Nine points ahead of town. Um, good news, though, chaps. They failed to win in their last five league games, losing mm. 4-2 to David Wagner's Norwich last time out. Um, Tom, I discovered today that Mark Robbins has never beaten Huddersfield in the four league games against them. Does that give what? you a, any confidence? No, because I already thought they've not won in five and I thought they're due, <laughs> due a win. <laughs> and now you've just told me that. Then he's due a win against town, isn't it? So, no, Brady, that's made it even worse than what I thought. <laughs> what happened to Mr Positive, Positive Tom? <laughs> Well, he's gone with Sober Thomas to Blackburn. On loan. Come back. He might come back. We'll see. You can go um, on loan to Rovers chat. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's an interesting one, Brady. That because um, I, I don't think they've looked good in those five games either. Um, from what I've seen, and. One thing that we could potentially miss, they've, I think, in those five games, they conceded three goals from set pieces. Um, and also, there were quite a few chances that seemed to come from set pieces in those five games. So, yeah, it's, um, it's a, I mean, it's a good stat for us going into it, but I'm, I'm all about the kind of law of averages and the, the kind of, oh, they're, they're a due one, then aren't they soon? Yeah, but it could also <laughs> carry on. Um, Josh, what about you? Are you feeling a bit more positive? I know you're going to go to the game uh, initially before it got rescheduled. Yeah, yes, annoying. But I suppose uh, maybe a good thing. Avoid a, if we'd lost, it'd been a bit of a terrible Tuesday night, long way back, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, I think it's probably a good time to play them, isn't it? They've not won since Christmas, so um, they'll, the crowd might be a bit anxious. Um, yeah, well, it's a good thing, isn't it? It's better than better than being flying. So mm. nine points is um, close, isn't it? As well, actually, that's that's mad. If we win, you're only six points behind them. Mm. Could be the could we could push Robbins over the edge? To be fair, with that form, why is he is he under pressure? Well, you you think you would be, wouldn't you? I mean, he was at the start of the year, and then really took him from League Two. If you've not won in. Yeah, but Josh, these things, that's football, isn't it? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's how it works. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if there'd be there'd be murmurs of it if they lost to us, definitely. Yeah, if they lost to us. Yeah. Because we are quite bad. We'll <laughs> 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 be losing to teams like Huddersfield. No. Um, <laughs> nobody should. Well. Um, that's really positive, guys. Thanks, thanks for that. Um, go on then, put us out of our misery. Who's a key player that you think could uh, cause problems for town, Josh? Well, I think there's two obvious ones. Um, so I, I was thinking of um, Gustavo Hammer or um, Victor Giocares. 
I've gone for Hammer. Um, I really like him. I think he's got potential to be a Premier League player. Um, he's a little lad, five foot seven, but really quick, gets around the pitch, uh, wins the ball back. And when he gets it, he's got a good eye for a pass. And he's, he's scored quite a few from long range as well. So that's something to look out for. Um, yeah, really good work rate. Um, aggressive player. Um, yeah, he's going to probably look to dominate the middle of the pitch. Um, so got to try and keep him quiet and stop him dictating the game. Yeah, good shout, good shout. Um, I like it. Did you call him Hammer rather than Hamer? Hammer of a shot. Yeah, I've actually, actually researched pronunciation and that's what I got. So. Fair, fair. What do I know, eh? Yeah, Brady. I might, be, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but... I Well, no, I, I like it. I'd love to have a play called Hammer. Um, I've Hammer, for... Hammer. Oh, Hammer, I think it is. Hammer. Hammer. Okay, fair. Yeah. Sorry. That's what the pod pod listeners want to hear. Sorry, Gustavo. <laughs> Sorry, Gustavo. I know you're listening, mate. <laughs> they will do. Maybe Mark Robbins listens to this. Um, who knows? Uh, my key man, I'm jumping in ahead, Tom. I'm not asking you. Uh, name town fans will be familiar with, Casey Palmer. Um, two goals and an assist in his last three matches. So they're out of form, but he's in a bit of form and um, loved him, obviously, when he was at town. Who didn't? Um, Tom, who who have you selected? Um, so, in my research, because yes. really, I don't know if I mentioned, I've I've actually started <laughs> doing research now and watching the games. And someone that has impressed me in the the Coventry um, matches is um, Jamie Allen, um, mm. midfielder. He's so he don't remind me of Hoggy, but I don't know. He's just got. He's just, he's just one of those stories as well that I really like. Um, he scored, I can't remember which game it is, but he has scored in the last couple of games. Um, he's got five goals this season, two assists, played most games. I think it's like 20, 28, 29 games he's played in. So he's quite integral to to the middle of, of the, the Coventry formation. Um, but I just really like him. I mean, he's, he's a bit of a... A football league stalwart, but he started at Burton, then went to oh no, started at Roch- uh, Rochdale, then went to Burton, and then Coventry picked him up when they were in League One, and he's um just been a bit of a key player for him these last few years, and I, I just really like that. He's twenty seven. He's become a just becoming a really good Championship player. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I just think he's someone that can do a lot. So yeah. That's my guy, Jamie Allen. Wow. Research indeed. And um, I remember, uh, I think we had Tom Ward on, who we'll hear from shortly. Uh, I remember him saying Jamie Allen last season, talking about him a lot. So, yeah, Tom, I believe you. Good research, that. Thanks, Brady. It's all right, Tom. Proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you did talk to Coventry fans. You think you can down that wine while I'm talking, do you? Um, <laughs> what's the view from the other side heading into this one? I went to Coventry, uh, the concrete jungle, as they call it, and spoke to Tom Ward from insert podcast name here Sky Blues Extra. There we go. <laughs> We've lost to a pub side. We've literally lost to a pub side. Hi, mate. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. So, how's your season going? 
It's been a really interesting season for the Sky Blues. Um, we had a very slow start to the season. Um, it was very well documented that we had um, stadium issues. Obviously, our, our pitch was in an awful state due to the uh, the Commonwealth Games, um, which meant we had to play our first few games away from home. And obviously, the, um, the uh, this game as well, of course, was, was moved from the start of the season. Um, that caused us to have a slow start. Um, and we were sort of down in the bottom three for for the start of the season. We then went on a really good run um, just before the World Cup, actually. Uh, I think we went something like eight games unbeaten. I think we had like six or seven wins within that run, which sort of shot us right at the table and right towards the playoffs. Um, unfortunately, uh, the World Cup happened and kind of got in the way of, um, of our good run. Um, and then we sort of have had a bit of a poor run since then, really. Um, so only one win since the World Cup break. Um, and quite a few draws and, and losses in there. So, yeah, it's been, a, I'd say, overall, a sort of a bit of a disappointing season, really. We wanted to kick on from last season and, and try and break into the playoffs. Um, but, you know, we're hoping to have a hopefully a positive end of the season and maybe an outside chance for the, the playoff push. Who's a standout player for you so far? Our standout player has to be uh, Victor Jokeres. I'm sure... Um, Huddersfield fans will have um, heard of him. Um, I think he scored 12 goals in the league. He's uh, one of the top goal scorers in the league. And yeah, he's had a very good season again. Um, really powerful, uh, big centre forward. Um, ball sticks to his feet. He sort of runs at defenders and really makes them panic. So he's definitely our standout player. And um, you'll see a lot of his abilities on Saturday. Um, but yeah, aside from that, um, we have Gustavo Hamer in midfield. He's also a, a class outfit. Um, for us, um, the, the big disappointment from us is, is Callum O'Hare, who is our other kind of big player, um, who is actually out with injury. He did his ACL on Boxing Day, which is really unfortunate. So, um, yeah, it's definitely Victor Jokeres is the one for um, Huddersfield fans to watch out for. And what's your score prediction against town? Score predictions are really, really tough. <laughs> I rarely ever get them right. Um, it's one of those where I'm expecting a win for the Sky Blues, and it's, for us, it's a game we, yeah, we really want to be targeting three points. Um, I'll probably go for. I don't think it's going to be a, a clear-cut win though. Like I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll find a way to make it difficult, and it'll probably be quite nervy. So, I think I'll probably go for like a two-one. Um, I don't think, although your league position isn't great, I think um, I think it will still be a really tough game for us, and you know you're you know, fighting for your lives down there. So I think it'll be a tough tough game for us, um, but I think we'll just edge it, and I'll yeah I'll go for two one. Thank you. Bye. There we go. Cheers, Tom, for that. Um, yeah, very interesting stuff. Tom, do you find it weird talking to someone else called Tom? Like I know it'll happen a lot, but is it strange? No, not really. Okay, thanks. <laughs> right, let's go to a break. <laughs> Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. 
That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. <laughs> oh, note to self to us, Tom, about other Toms. Um, okay, right, it's time for the mailbag. You've got mail. First question is from Brownie Rowan. Hey, um, Brownie, I'm worried about your tweets recently. I hope you're okay. You can come on the pod to, to get your feelings yeah. off there. Um, about town you are welcome anytime but brownie asks on a scale of one to ten how much is david wagner's success at norwich making you want to jump off a building um you can call me you can call me a soft i'm quite pleased he's doing well because i um spoke to um not i forget which newspaper but um for norwich about wagner's appointment and I think he's been written off since he's left town. Like even some town fans are like, "Oh yeah, boring football, blah blah blah." Um, so I'm glad he's doing well because I always thought he was a good manager. Um, I know it's early days, but yeah, I hope I hope he does well. I mean, we're not gonna, you know, <laughs> they're not a rival to us this season, are they? So yeah, go on, Wagner, get him promoted. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, so I'd probably say that's a that's a two for me, mm. Tom. I think I'm a bit higher than that. I think okay. I'm good, good because of how close, apparently, it seemed to be that he was coming back to town at one point. Mm, we don't know that, though, do we? I don't know, Brad. It was literally, everyone was saying it was nailed on at one point, weren't they? It was like, Wagner's coming back. At, at one point during that, when it was time to get a new manager, Wagner was, you can do all those faces you want, but they can't see it because it's a podcast, Brady. Um, <laughs> you need to stop listening to Dr. Nose. <laughs> <laughs> He did well. stop Dr. Nurse. He did stop Dr. Nurse, that news. So, so some good came of it then. Yeah. Um, so, right. I'm good in that sense because I think he'd have, I think we'd be fine if we had Wagner now. I think he'd have, it's just the Wagner effect. And you look at where he's been, he always has a booster, rocket booster, when he goes to other clubs. Um, and I'm just really jealous of what Norwich fans have to come in the next few months. Um, I just hope they don't embrace the Wagner wave like we did. Oh, I think they will, mate. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm nice really, to see him in March. That is what I'm really jealous about, is the that side of things. There's going to be such a good feeling around there. And... Um, Bueller and Hughes are there, aren't they, as well? So, like, it's literally fucking Town Mark 2. But it's Town Mark 2, but he's got such a better squad. And it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if they at least finish third this season, though. At least. I mean, that top two is very good. Um, be interesting they went on a bit of a charge to challenge that but I think definitely finishing third so out of 10 Brian a seven for me oh okay I'm calling it now before I come to Josh West Brom Norwich playoff final Carlos Fagner given how our season's going I can just see you'd be Norwich fans wouldn't you I'd be a Norwich fan Um, I'd even try to get a ticket for the Norwich end for that (laughs) 
<laughs> just shouting what what did they shout on the ball city oh yeah that's <laughs> i don't know they put this careful out there. careful they're, they're terrible fans <laughs> stop going for southern clubs they'll come get you one day <laughs> well oh, yeah well done <laughs> josh <laughs> one to ten um how are you feeling about it Probably about four. Um, I I want him to do well because what's the alternative? If he did badly, I wouldn't feel happy about it. So mm. I want him to do well because he's a good bloke and he did a lot for the club. So, yeah, but obviously there is that thought of it not being us and you don't want to see uh, your ex with someone else, do you? If, uh, you know, if you've still, you still got feelings for him. Um, but yeah, um, I think it, I'm intrigued to see if we go up. If if we go up, I mean, Norwich went, <laughs> if, if Norwich went up, I think it would be interesting to see how they get on because they've got um, Stuart Webber as director of football. Um, it's basically if we had the backing back in uh, 2018, mm. how, how could we have done? And I'd be interested to see that how it develops. Um, but interestingly, I think we play uh, West Brom and Norwich like within seven, like within the same week, don't we? We do. We we do. Because we're podders, that's great content week for us. It's going to be two completely different crowd reactions that um, that day for me. Mm. Those two games. Mm. I think we'll have booing for Carlos and then cheering for Wagner. So the same people booing Carlos are the ones... Um, Saying the board has got no ambition, which is true. Well, you can't really blame him for leaving, then, can you? Oh, I'm a I'd boo Carlos Josh. Oh, what? No, because Why? if he'd have left, if he'd have left, right, two weeks after the final, fair enough. But he left. Yeah, but he didn't know that he was going to get no backing from the the club, did he? Well, he will have by the time he left, though, Josh. What was it? A week before we started. Two the weeks season? before. Now the Do blood you? is the blood is on the hands of Hoyle, etc. <laughs> no, I don't, yeah, metaphorical but, blood. Not sticking up the ball. No blame. No blame for Carlos for me. Hundred percent. Carlos fan. ruined our season. Boo! No, he didn't. Hoyle did. <laughs> <laughs> Tom is our certified booing expert on the pod, Josh. But um, we'll leave that one because. <laughs> Uh, we'll come on to the next question, which is from Dean Smith. No, not the former Norwich manager, Dean Smith. Although, <laughs> Any jobs uh, going? That's... Dean Smith, <laughs> yes. how much do you hate David Wagner? <laughs> when he's probably smelling. <laughs> um, Dean asks, would Carlos, you've touched on it here, Tom, would Carlos and David do any better than Fotheringham with our current squad? Both have taken jobs with outstanding squads, so it's no surprise to me that they're doing well. Um, yeah, I think they would. Um, that's not necessarily a, a slight on Fotheringham, um, but they're both, you know, Carlos has had a couple of seasons in the Championship, David's an experienced manager. And um, I think certainly with like Wagner, I know, Tom, there was rumours about it at the time, him potentially coming back. I think Wagner's that type of like galvanising spirit, isn't he? And, um, yeah. you know, whatever you think of Carlos, he proved himself to be a really good coach last season and what he's doing with West Brom. Oh. Yeah, I think if Carlos had stayed and even without the backing, we'd have at least been. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
I'm trying to think Swansea. Do you know what I mean? Mid table. Not yeah, worried. Been like when you've been to playoff final, like as a coach, you want to improve every year, don't you? You can't improve. Yeah. Really. I know, yeah. Josh. I'm I'm with you on that. But he could have left like straight away then. <laughs> it would have been very interesting um if Carlos had stayed, how it would have gone. Um yeah, it, it's a shame there's not an alternate reality that we can just check in on in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we yeah, yes, undoubtedly. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah. I think but, that's free. Uh, but... Wait, 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 wait. So, wait. So, this is them coming into the same situation Fotheringham has come into. Current squad. So, I think yes for Wagner, 100%. Wagner, like we said, boom, brings it in, big smile. He's just, just his presence is going to sort you out. Carlos, maybe. I think Carlos needs more time, personally, as a coach. I mean, with a team like, with a squad like we've got, with a squad like West Brom, and it's kind of already there, then, yeah, because he, he's got the players. Like, you've got to look at that West Brom squad and can't, you can't compare it to the squad that he kind of came into, really, even when he came into the first time with us, so. Yeah, yeah, There's... true. Um, not that we'd know, but I think if Carlos was still here, I don't think Silver goes, and I think John Russell's probably still got a part to play. I Possibly. think, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, we'll move on. Um, Mark Harrison asks, "Do you think Josh Caroma could get a chance to re-establish himself at Town?" Uh, Tom, you do, don't you? And you got some flack for it. Well, what do you I say did. to those who doubted you? I say go check out those highlights against Manchester City B team and look at that bloody finish. Bloody hell, what a goal that is. Probably. Look, we know that he's we know he's got that in his locker. Um why not? Why not? Like I think you've literally got to lay it out to him and be like, look, here's your chance to it's either with us, it's either with another team, but you've got half a season now to prove that you're a championship player. Go and do it. Work hard in training and you might get in the squad. There you go. But you, you're you telling me that that goal he scored against that City B team is a fluke. You know, you know, like, that he had a bad season last year, undoubtedly. And then the start of this year, not, he did, well, actually, at the start of last season, it wasn't terrible. He, he was scoring a couple of goals, wasn't he? And then it just kind of went off for him. And maybe he's, in, he's, he's similar to Sauber. It's going to be peaks and troughs. I mean, Leighton Orient were down there when he was there, wasn't he? It was did he start with them in the conference? So mm-hmm. you got you got to think of the type of player it is and where he's come from. But I think that's what you do. You lay it out to him. There you go. Have a go, Josh. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, he's played for two teams this season, so he can't go back out anywhere else. So why not? Yeah, especially if Silver's gone now as well. I know there's different players, but. We need we need options, you know. I know we got Hungbo and Knockout, but I have no issue with Chroma getting a run. Different manager, it's kind of a clean break, isn't it? So I agree with you, Tom. Um, I think he could re-establish himself. And to be honest, he's one of those players. I think, you know, I, we don't know about the new signings, but he's one in the current squad and players we do know who can score something from nothing, like you say with that Man City goal. I remember that goal against Blackpool last season to break the deadlock away. You know, yeah. absolutely, uh, he's one of those players who, are, who can do that. I don't think we have many of them. Um, so, yeah, Josh, would you welcome your namesake back back into the team? Yeah, I think 
we need him, but I think he needs us more because yeah. it's a huge three months coming up in his career. His contract's up at the end of the season. He can't go back out and loan again because he's already played for two teams. Well, not in he couldn't go out and loan domestically. So it's, it's up to him now. Um, he's got ability. We've seen it. Um, not for a while. So, you know, this three months is going to define where he's going to be playing next season. If, is he, does he want to be championship? Does he want to be a championship player or is he going to carry on sliding down and, you know, League One club or maybe even League Two club um, he'd end up at? So I think he will get a chance because, especially with Thomas going now, um, and Knockout probably not going to play that many games. And Hungbo is a bit of an unknown. Um, so he's, I think he will get a chance. And whether he takes it or not, um, hopefully he does. But it's it's anyone's guess, really. Mm. And what I would say is Matt obviously had the conch for Karoma. Um, I'm sure we could all do a hearing that if he does play well. I would. Uh, that's a sound I miss. Okay, final question um, before we move on. Uh, is it's an important one. It's from Ollie Fisher. It's rank the six Revels. So Revels chocolates from from uh, worst to best. So I'll go first. I had a bit of time to to consider this. Uh, I'm going raisins as worst. I'm going toffee. Then I'm going chocolate, coffee, orange, Malteser. Malteser is the best. So, yeah. You come to the pod for Sorb Chat, you stay for the Revels. Um, Josh? Um, I don't really. Options? I don't really eat them. Um, yeah, I don't eat them because okay. I don't like a lot of what's in them. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> tell, me, tell me the options. Okay, so your options are Malteser, yeah, orange, mm-hmm. coffee, mm-hmm. chocolate, right, toffee, and raisin covered chocolate. Uh, are we going reverse order? So you can go, yeah, go worst if you want. Worst it does. Okay. Uh, coffee worst. Agreed. Then raisin, then orange. Agreed. Then chocolate, then Maltese, then toffee. Oh, <laughs> Josh, mine's pretty much the same, but I'd swap Maltese and toffee around. Fair play, mate. Yeah, coffee. Well, Never that's liked. That, that's that one settled. Yeah. Huh? What do uh, you got, thanks. Brady? Coffee top? No, coffee third. I like coffee. You know, different sweets, different needs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. There we go. Um, we did get a question about who our ideal owner would be from uh, Russell Bohanna, but I don't I don't know. I don't really know anything about owners. Like Elon, really, he said, Elon <laughs> Musk. Oh, come on. <laughs> He'll come be on with money. Money Don't and ambition, it. please. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want Musk. He'd invent. He'd invent things. Quote yeah, marks. No. I was just trying that, to think that people already do. Like what did when he um what did when he talked about inventing a bus? <laughs> he was like, yeah. what if we made a car that was big that could take loads of people at the same time? Oh, a bus. Yeah. What if we made a place where the fans could watch the game from? Uh, that's a stand, Elon. Um, that's. <laughs> Good Elon Musk impression as well. I'll, uh, I, I do, I do take commissions and I do private shows if you ever want them. Um, yeah, 
Okay, very long. Slug <laughs> <laughs> him off. I'm like, yeah, I'll do drawings with you, mate. Anyway, imagine if you were a uh, orange, no, coffee <laughs> revel fan right now. You'd feel like a right mug, wouldn't you? <laughs> I, I, oh. Mate, <laughs> we don't fall out over anything. I, I'm allowed to like coffee rebels. <laughs> Let it be, Tom. Let it be. Let's move on to your the boss because remember we are we are still doing the commentary game. Um, clearly, we don't want to do it. <laughs> um, okay, so guys, obviously, I'm sure you remember, but we didn't have a game on Saturday, so the lineup is still the same. It's from the whole game, which was what? Oh, checks notes. Eleven days ago, the lineup for that. Yeah, yeah the lineup for that was three four two one. It was Billa Kapic. A back three of Lees, Hellick, Pearson, Loughton, Loughton, Hogg, Scott High, Scott Horn for High, Josh Ruffles, <laughs> um, Jack Radoni, Dwayne Holmes, and Jordan Rhodes. Josh, I'll come to you first. Okay. I have a question. Go, for? Got... go on then. Can Martin Waghorn play against his no. no. Good question, Josh. Okay. Well, I don't think so. I mean, if Coventry are including that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'm played him anyway. To be fair, it's mad that Martin Waghorn was number nine for Coventry. How mad's that? And we've got him on loan. He's now forty nine for us. So. <laughs> yeah. Right, I would. Uh, well, you got to keep Bill Capic in goal unless we sign one. But to be fair, yeah, I like him. I like. I hope he gets. Actually, no. I'd, if he gets a run, I w- I'll be happy for him. I hope he does well. But we probably. It's probably not the environment, is it, to be blood in the new keeper? We need the experience. Yeah. yeah but I like what I've seen from him. Um, mm. Yeah, I'd keep the back three the same if they're all fit. So Lees, Hellick, Pearson, um, uh, Lowton as a right wing back. Uh, Ruffles, just because there's no one else. Maybe Jackson. Yeah, probably Jackson, actually. Mm. I'd, uh, I'd go with Jackson left wing back. Hogg and Kasumu in the middle. Um, and then Holmes and Radoni uh, just behind Rhodes. Nice. I don't think I think I can make any changes to that. Um, I think, again, all about the subs. So um, will this be Canberra's second moment to shine? Will Hungbo get a game? Probably. <laughs> See some minutes. Um, who else have we signed? Aroma. <laughs> Roma, yeah, why not? I I think this is on the subs. I actually don't. Look, we were saying the other, the other preview. I actually think defensively that's not a bad team, especially if you had Nichols. Um, I think you know, for me certainly, Lee's Hellick and Pearson that feels like a really strong three, um, mm. and with Hog, you know, and Lawton. So I just yeah, really I make any changes. I really hope we sign a left back. Well, we'll see. Gotta keep so, playing ruffles, I mean. He's just not good enough. Well, Ben Jackson, give give him a run. You know. Yeah. Well, he, he um, started right then, and he's fallen out of favour, hasn't he? Well, we don't know. Is he a credit to his family? We don't know. We don't know what goes on <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, Tom, <laughs> what would you do to change it? No, I I don't think I'd do much. To be fair, um. Might throw a wild card in there, like start Diara or something, just to something different, and then bring on Holmes at half time. 
Um, but yeah, I, I actually think looking at it, I'd probably keep it the same. I'd it's maybe have, I would have Hudlin on that bench. Mm. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he's the ultimate. Like, you just bring him on, people are going to be like, what the last 20 minutes? The ultimate <laughs> desperation. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's scoring, Josh, isn't he? That's, a, that's the thing. You've got to think if, if he's. Turning up in those B team games, scoring goals—that's his job. In his own words, he's not your average six foot nine striker. (laughs) (laughs) What? I mean, obviously, it would be devastating if we got relegated. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think Tyree Simpson and Hudlin stick around for League One, and I want to—you know—that's working well in the B team. (laughs) So, like, I want to see Simpson and Hudlin. That's depressing, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I watched Hudlin actually I went to Bradford v Wimbledon this season um, and he came off the bench he did alright just yeah just no he's not I don't think he's a championship player but I hope he proves me wrong um, he's still fairly young isn't he uh, yeah I think like youngish like 23 maybe 22 he's 30 yeah no 22 22, there you go. So he's mm. young. Look, he's a project signing, isn't he? I don't, I don't think Yeah, yeah. Be. Well, that was the whole point. That was the whole point when we signed him. And with Simpson, apparently. It's like, loan or B team for at least a season. It's like we saw, but when we first got him, wasn't it? We didn't see him really no. until he forced in. And all I'm saying is you're looking at that bench. Sober Thomas probably won't be on it. Martin Hogg. Martin Hogwarts. Martin Hogg. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's who will turn up on Saturday. Hoggy's playing his brother now. Bring him along. Fancy a game. <laughs> yeah. He's just Martin Wycott in the moustache. Moustache, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Martin Hogwarts. So you take him and Sober Thomas out of that, you you kind of maybe got two more names that you can squeeze in there and it's like I guess they've got to be in that attacking sense so you are maybe looking at probably Simpson Thomas, not Thomas Simpson, sorry eh? Simpson's <laughs> Simpson, Karoma or Hudlin maybe getting a look in, you never know Is, is Kamara injured? Uh, I don't think so I mean unless you've heard something I haven't Why is he not on the bench? Well, he wasn't. He wasn't against. Surely, surely he's injured. Why didn't? Oh, if he's dropped like completely, that's. And also, there's a couple of weird things going on, right? And Bete, why have Man City not recalled him? That's mental. And yeah, and how would Man not... City recall him based on how he's played for us? I'm sorry, Luke, but you've not had a good guess. Yeah, no, but he's... <laughs> yeah, but why is he playing in our B team when he could be playing for their under twenty threes? Mm. And another one, Andrew, and what's going on there? Well, to be yeah. fair, not all loans loan deals have break clauses, do they? So um But what is actually going on with Andrew? No idea. Is he um, still ill? <laughs> no, he's injured, isn't he? <laughs> he's injured. But he was ill as well at one point, wasn't he? He was ill, then he got injured, didn't he? Meant to be quite bad. 
did he yeah. get injured from being ill? I thought. <laughs> no, I think it's an effort. <laughs> this this Coventry pod, honestly, I feel like we've done five minutes on the game. <laughs> oh, Ollie Turton. Ollie Turton's probably back. There's Is he? Oh, yeah. Ollie Turton was potentially back against Blackpool, so there you go. That's why I, that's why I do not understand signing a right back instead of a left back because you've got Turton and Lowton, who both are big back to start. Can one of them play left back? Lowton's played left back a little bit. Who? Lowton's played left back a little bit. All right. Their name's Ryan. So it'll be a good chant in there. Do you know what, though? Like at this level, right? I'm not being funny, but if if you're a fullback, you can play on the left or right. You're having a laugh if you're at that if you're at championship level and you're like, oh no, I'm I'm just a left back. Come on, grow up. <laughs> Interesting though, like you you could always put you could always put a right back at a left back, but you'd never ever think to put a left back at right back, would you? <laughs> Guess not. No. Um Right, <laughs> lads. Score predictions for the Coventry game. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Wait, so is Kamara injured? I can't find it anyway. <laughs> no, I don't think he is. <laughs> no, we will do, do the presser. <laughs> Tom, Kieran see Phillips. if you sort yourself out for the presser, ask him these questions. Yeah. Kieran Phillips has oh. come back as well, hasn't he? Yeah, Kieran Phillips is He's back. injured, though. He's, he's injured, though, isn't he? Kieran yeah. Harris. Kieran Harris, uh, he wasn't in the B-team squad. So he's either no. playing or he's off. Oh, yeah, good. He might be on the bench then, Josh, actually. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, Tom, see if you can sort out what's the press of Friday normally. See if you can sort out some uh it's on Thursday. It's on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. See if Pat, you can sort Pat Jones injured as well. Yeah. I think he's yeah. Th- he's been injured a while. Yes. I'd be like so I'd ask all my boring questions like is Kamara fit? Oh, yeah. is Kane Phillips fit and that? Oh, and Mark. Oh, where would you what order would you rank rebels in? I, I think I speak for the entire fan base when I say I want to hear that. Because Tom, you know, he'd probably give you an answer. Yeah, he'd be like, well, actually, my favourite rebel is Orange <laughs> and then Coffee. <laughs> I, like, I like my rebels to play with intensity. <laughs> um, okay, lads, the score prediction for the Coventry game. I'm going one all. Um, I think we'll get we'll get a positive-ish result. Um, so yeah, I don't think we're going to lose this game. Fem's last words, so I'm going to go for a draw, and I'm going to go for. Tell me who I'm going to go for to score. It's not. Rudone. It's not. It's not Jack Rudone. Um, it Tom is. Lee. No, I'm going for. Um, Jonathan Hogg. No, I'm going for. <laughs> Josh Ruffles. No, let me finish. <laughs> Uh, it's time to it's time to blow the horn. I'm going for Scott High. Just oh mate, I'd go mad if Scott High scored on Saturday. I think we should make a goal gift for Scott High, just in case yeah. it gets used. Just us, so us like you know going mad. Definitely. <laughs> um, all right, <laughs> Josh, what's your score prediction? I'm going to go one-one, but on another day we could have won four-one. <laughs> And um, who's your goal scorer? Goal scorer, yeah, uh, Helic from a corner. 
probably. Yeah, no, that feels. I'm going to go from open play, are we? I can't believe we've not got we've not asked you on the pod what you think of Fotheringham yet, but we don't have time. We're wrapping up, and I know you. No, know we really we actually. really don't have time. No. <laughs> Tom, no, score no, prediction. Um, two nil town, corner, Matty Pearson back with a bang, and then uh, Hudlin to come on to score like a really scrappy ninetieth minute. Like the their keepers come up from a corner and. Um, yeah, no, actually, it's a screamer he scores from like the halfway line, but it trickles in over the line. Yes, I'd love that. Uh, okay, cool. Well, you've had plenty of nonsense on this podcast. Why don't you have just a little bit extra because it's time for the amazing elbow? Um, I think the fans could probably see I was trying my best to work hard. The amazing elbow. As a centre forward, you know, the last thing you want is a goal drought starting off with a club. Started on my own up front, and the really good set of fours like Jordan were rested. Yeah, you're right. I know we've just been talking so much absolute rubbish most of this, and now we're hitting you with this as well. <sighs> so, we last met our Cape Crusader. He was sat at home watching the World Cup over the summer. Wait. Wait, what what month is it <laughs> over the winter? <laughs> um, and he got a knock on the door, didn't he? Um, and it turned out to be, you voted, it turned out to be Mark Fotheringham, um, who was worried as a player who wasn't given enough credit to his family, blah, 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 um, was concerning him a bit. Um, so the amazing elbow decided to help. Um, and he went to find this player who was dot, dot, dot. Sir, can you tell me who the player was and what the problem was? Brady, would you like to go first on this one? I think we should let our guest go first. No, you go okay. first, Brady. I'm trying to think of one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think the player is John Russell. Ooh. Right. Um, and I think... is, is So this amazing, amazing album wanting help. Is he going to help the player, or is he He's going to try him to help? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, John Russell wants help. <laughs> Basically, wants a lift to South Yorkshire. Yeah, fair enough. Sounds like that's going to happen anyway. But yeah. Well, it definitely happened if the, the amazing elbow gets involved. I know. <laughs> Josh, um, do you have any ideas? Uh. Go with um, Camberry, and he needs help with uh, hitting the target from five yards out. <laughs> I'm sorry, you hit the target, but avoid avoiding defenders on goal lines from five yards out. Yeah, he does need a lot of help with that, doesn't he? Uh... <laughs> So here's mine. Do you know what? I'm not even going to go there with Salva Thomas. So if you want to put in there anyway, Brady, you can. But his mine is going to be it's Lee Nichols, and he needs the amazing elbow to come up because the amazing elbow obviously is really good with tech and gadgets and stuff. So he's going to make Lee Nichols a bionic arm so he never gets injured again, or a bionic shoulder at least. He'd become it's like the, the £3 million pounds goalkeeper. 
it's so disappointing that Lee Nichols hasn't got an elbow issue because the amazing elbow would be perfect, wouldn't it? Yeah. Did I say elbow instead of shoulder? No, no, he's got a shoulder problem, hasn't he? Lee oh, Lee right. Nichols. The amazing oh, no, no. shoulder. Nim heads and stuff. I thought I might have missed Spurk then. No, no. And you're just right. taking the mic with me. No, I don't always take the mic out of you, Tom. Um, <laughs> but we're going <laughs> to... Right, okay, so your options are... <laughs> Russell mo- needs help getting to South Yorkshire. Canberra needs help scoring. <laughs> and Lee Nichols needs a bionic arm. And Sauber needs help with his dance moves. You decide you've been taking part in a lot of our Twitter polls, get involved, decide what happens. Yeah. Um, and that that's pretty much it for this. Um, thanks for, if you've stuck with us to the end. Um, <laughs> my guest nearly didn't. So if you did listen, a fair play. Thanks to, uh, to Tom and Josh. Um, thanks to you all for listening. Thank you to Magic Rock for sponsoring this episode. Don't forget, you can get 10% off all online orders with the code AHTTC10. Um, they've also got some free, uh, well, they've also got some alcohol-free beers if you're still doing dry jam. Well done to you if you made it this far. Free ride. Very good. Um, don't forget, you can get your beer with alcohol as well from them. So uh, use it, use the code, or lose it. Um, that'll do us. We'll be back to preview the next game, um, Tom and I, and I will say goodbye to you all to Tar for now and up the town. Up the town. So town play up We'll bring the car Back to The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points. Not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.